and welcome to the Minimap Cast. This is minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me as always is Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. I read out the intro word for word at the start there, and it's taken me this long to realize that it doesn't say uh, what I normally say at the start of the show, which is, welcome everybody. <laughs> so I'm quickly changing that. <laughs> does it? What does it say? It used to say, hello and welcome, which is what I just said. Right, and right. I said it out loud just then, and I felt my skin crawl a little bit. Not that there's anything wrong with it, just that it was different. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Change. Hi, Kerry. Hey, Jeremy. I feel like I haven't spoken to you in like a week. It's been about a week. It's been about a week. I guess what's going to be that there is a there is a tentative plan for one week from now. Next time you see me, I may not have any hair on my head anymore. Ooh, that's exciting. I think it's going to go. I think it's time. I've that, been growing my hair for more than three years. That's funny because I'm also getting, a, uh, my hair is not nearly as long as yours, but I'm planning on getting a haircut tomorrow. And so we will come back next week with... Uh, it's just completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should also like swap the sides that our squares are on in the video feed. <laughs> you have no idea how much that is going to break so much of the production inside. Oh, of I, I know. I get it. I understand. Oh, no. uh, uh, how are you, Jeremy? I'm good. I'm good. There is a there is a small um, nanoblock ripoff cat sitting on my desk. Um, nanoblock ripoff? Yeah, like, you know how, like, nanoblocks are kind of rip-offs of Lego? Well, there were also rip-offs of nanoblocks. Oh, mini bricks. Yeah. <laughs> how are you? How's things? Oh, things are good. It's been a, it's been a week. I, I, I spoke last week of my, um, <laughs> my drowned 3DS and uh, how the, the screws had stripped so I couldn't open it. Uh, it took, took us all week, but Sam, Sam took to it yesterday. And did the method that you suggested, actually. Although I, I had forgotten that you had suggested until Sam did it. And I was like, oh, yeah, Jeremy said we should try that, which is getting a flathead and just kind of grinding the shape of the flathead into the screw with the screwdriver. Right. I, I, I don't know if I suggested that one, but, yeah, nice. I thought you said that. You thought you just, like, grinding the shape into it with the screwdriver and then getting it out. Oh, no, I meant, like, drilling through until there is no more screw. <laughs> Yeah, you did say that as well. That, yeah. that was on the cards. Yeah, we yeah. tried super glue; it didn't work. Damn. Uh, it might have been our super glue. Uh, it came with our fridge, <laughs> and uh, it wasn't a brand new fridge. And uh, uh, we tried so many things. Tried putting tin foil, rubber bands. I, 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 I asked my mum whether she had thick rubber bands on my desk right now. They, these didn't work. They, they were better than the ones I had. Yeah. And the relief I felt when those screws came out. Jeremy, yeah. Yeah. Palpable. Yeah. Because nice. like now the now the thing's still water damaged, but I at least know to what extent and yeah. like to how much. And so now I just need to buy a new battery because the battery did go into the water, and then then it'll be fine. Nice, cool. And I'll be happy for the rest of my life. And you're never gonna drop your 3ds in 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 a cut water bowl ever again. I hope not. Hope not. Didn't mean to the first time. No. And you never go into again. <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. Fingers crossed. Uh, let's start the show. We've got a. I've also been playing, like, I was writing down the list of things I've played this week before the show, and it was like seven things long. Yeah. It, contrast that to last week, where all I had to talk about was I dropped my 3DS in water. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's start the show. We've got a big, meaty topic to get into today as well. So let's let's get into it. 
Uh, if you weren't aware, this is the Minimapcast, minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about video games as we do every week. Uh, the Minimapcast goes live on all podcast platforms every Wednesday with 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. More on that in a second. Uh, if you like what you're hearing so far, uh, make sure you tell your friends, give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, it can make a huge difference to us and it only takes a couple of seconds for you. Uh, if you'd like to get notified every time a new episode is released, you can follow us on social media. The Minimap account is at MinimapAU on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch, where we are live every Monday night, 6.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Nailed it. Yep. For the live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, we always hang out with chat before and during and after uh, the recording, and uh, we'd love to see you there if you're free. We also wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimapcast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. Uh, if you want to help keep the lights and mics on, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimapcast, some extra little bonus features we're cooking up, and more head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau to help us out. And remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. It's getting, getting even even more cheaper than a latte with oat milk as the days progress. <laughs> I spent $8.15 <laughs> on a latte yesterday at the Queen Victoria market. Oh my God. How big was it? Okay, to be fair, it was one of the biggest lattes I've had in a while. <laughs> okay, okay, good. But that's, like... That, that's good. It Bigger doesn't mean like more coffee. It just means bigger coffee. It's not. It wasn't a double shot. What? Oh, sure. Like it was a it was a big drink, but not more caffeine. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, right. I, I really had to pause that for a second. Yeah, sorry. Like, oh, um, wait, what? And like, look, look, it was, it was from a truck. It was at the Queen Vic Market. It was a weekend. <laughs> you know what they say about truck coffee. Well, I mean, look, it's it, like, it, you know, it's, it's, it was just, it was just a guy. It was on the weekend. There would have been a surcharge. I paid with car. There would have been a surcharge, surcharge on that. Right. Like there was like a lot of stuff, but like that, Eight like, bucks. They, that hurt. <laughs> I can't believe you still bought it. That would have had me going, ah, oh, no, I, I don't need it. Oh, but like I needed it. <laughs> like I didn't need it. That's the thing. I, uh, yeah. That's the thing. You just got to stay away from those beans. I, need, I can't. It's it's uh, that, the damage is done. Like this is this, <laughs> th this is with me now. <laughs> I like the idea you, you you go to you 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 have your wedding when you get married and you you stand there and in one hand you're holding your 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 partner's hand and in the other hand you're holding your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> This is with me now. All because I was 15 and, and needing coffee. <laughs> 15? You started drinking coffee at 15? I think so. 14. Oh, maybe. Me. Uh, so, let's talk about the topic of the show today. Today's a fun one. It's a bit of a bit of a one we've done before in a different form. No, it's not a Fortnite Fortnite. It is the game of the game of yesteryear. It's the, uh, except we're doing it for 2015 this time. So we're going to be talking about the games of the year that was 2015. Um, and uh, one of the reasons why we picked this one is because we've done a couple of older ones um, already. And then Jeremy just spoke, like, he just picked one. And I was like, that's the year of this, 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 and this. 
And he was like, yeah, let's do that. So we're doing it. Um, but for those who aren't aware, this, this, the year of 2015 was an exceptionally stacked year for video games. Just some yep. all-timers. So many all-timers came out that year. Um, so what we'll do is we'll go through sort of the games as a general list that came out that year, uh, the ones that we felt were significant enough to write down, uh, as well as Jeremy's written a list of uh, things that happened at E3 that year, things that happened in the gaming industry that year, and then we'll be going over our individual lists of games that we think were the best from that year to get like separately, and then together we'll try and come together and pick a minimap 2015 game of the year. So um, we'll just quickly give you the context of what kind of games came out that year, and just think about if you if you're aware of the review scores, just think about how high these reviewed when you're listening to these names, okay? Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, Destiny: The Taken King expansion. Sorry, my Star Wars brain auto filled the rest of your sentence when you when you were going to say Metal Gear Five, and I was like, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Menace. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, in my I don't my, think anyone ever said that at the time. No, but my brain like jumped ahead before you had like actually said. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That's very funny. Okay, so yeah, The Phantom Pain, Destiny: The Taken King expansion. Uh, which is when people say Destiny became good. Uh, the Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Fallout 4, Bloodborne, Super Mario Maker, Undertale, Ori and the Blind Forest, Rocket League, Batman Arkham Knight, Nuclear Throne, Crypt of the Necrodancer, Her Story, Rise of the Tomb Raider, exclusive on Xbox at the time, Life is Strange, Cities Skylines, Halo 5 Guardians, Soma, the first Splatoon game, Downwell, and the first EA Star Wars Battlefront game. Uh, there were plenty more other games on the list as well, but these were the, the big heavy hitters. So many of those were in contention for so many different Game of the Year awards at the time. And I've, I've mentioned this numerous times to, uh, to Jeremy. I might have said it in the chat last week, but this 2015 was the year I remember watching Good Game for their end-of-year coverage. I wasn't watching like weekly with them, but I, I watched their end-of-year coverage. And they didn't pick a game of the year that year because the competition was too fierce. And each one was such a like standout game, not just in the industry and within its own genre, but just like as its own sort of like masterpiece kind of a deal. So it was like, you know, Bloodborne is exceptional at what it does. Rocket League is sort of a new esport. Uh, Phantom Pain was an incredible take on open world stealth. Witcher 3 Wild Hunt was all the stuff, Fallout 4, like Mario Maker, like there's so much incredible stuff here. It's it's wild. Yeah, I remember 2015 as, like in my mind, 2015 is the year that that generation of consoles finally like took off. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Like there was a lot of, like like they, they released in 2013, like late in 2013. Um, 2014 we were like, there was a lot of just like waiting around, like, what are we yeah, going like, to see? Like, and we like were re-releases and remasters yeah. and middling exclusives, like the order. Yeah. 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 And, and they were also very much like, um, 20, 2014, we started to get a lot of announcements for games that were going to come out the next year. But mm. again, we were still just like, like almost there. We're almost there. We're almost got a reason for these new expensive pieces of 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 technology to actually have a reason to exist. Um, mm -hmm. And twenty fifteen finally like came along. It was like actually, 
here's a bunch of reasons you might actually want one of these now. Yeah, here's some good eats. Yeah. Um, do we want to jump into one of our first games? Yeah, do you want to do... We'll, talk, we'll, we'll pick our... Maybe we'll do our honourable mentions and then we'll talk about the context of the industry. Uh, let's do honourable mentions just before we do Game of the Year because I always like the... the, the yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. do honourable mentions. Right. Um, okay, well, in that case, my honourable mention is Rocket League. What? Yeah. Okay. I think it's a phenomenal game. Yeah. Like, like... Well, like fucking phenomenal game. I'm going to talk about it more later. So tell me why it's not in your top three. Because uh, I think that, like, it's like it's like neck and neck with my number three. Um, That's the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it is so close. Um, uh, Rocket League uh, launched into PlayStation Plus, mm. which is what gave it that real like that real kick um, to give it everybody. So to give everybody a reason to play it, um, it was when PlayStation Plus yeah. became mandatory for PlayStation 4 users if they wanted to play online. So there was a, a much larger direct install base for these pe- for people. Um, and also, I think it was also a reason to get excited about play, uh, monthly games for PlayStation Plus because it was of a perfect scale for PlayStation Plus that everybody like kind of just like gave it a shot and went like, this is actually really fucking good. Totally. Totally. And it was also the kind of thing where it wasn't too expensive otherwise. So if someone on PlayStation Plus played it and was like, guys, you got to get this, you got to play with me, they could drop 30 bucks yeah. and play it. Yeah. 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 Rocket League was a huge release when it came out, but it's it's gone on to like, it, it, it's such a pillar of the industry now in a way, like, at least of the esports space, it's such a singularly well executed idea. Yeah, it's that... it's in its own it's in its own lane, right? Like there's 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 no one that's coming for Rocket League because Rocket League, like, perfected what that is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, going off their like their previous titles as well. Like it wasn't their first shot at it. Um, yeah, but like Rocket League was like, yeah, like they did it. <laughs> like they just yeah. they made it. Um, Let's we'll we'll leave we'll leave it there on that one and we'll revisit it in the in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What's your other honorable mention? Uh, my other honorable mention. Uh, I, actually, I, th- I thought I only had one. Um, my other honorable mention is probably the Taken King. Um, yeah, like yep, it was like it was the the beginning of good destiny. It was the uh, destiny one. De- destiny two. Destiny one launched and it wasn't much. Um, and what was there was all right, but what wasn't there was like the rest of the fucking game. Um, and, (laughs) uh, the Tekken King came out and was a much better story, a much well put together experience. Um, I remember I was playing, uh, I was playing the Tekken King with someone who is now a video editor for game theory wow. <laughs> um like like wow, there's a there's a dot to dot <laughs> i know right um i think we still follow each other um and we're, we were both playing it and we were both like like this is great where was this last fucking like time we played this game like what is all of this why wasn't this what it was like from the beginning yep um because it felt naturally 
like good. Like it, it wasn't like oh, like they really tried for it. It was like no, like you can tell it was just quality. It, like they knew what they were doing. It's just like the the original Destiny project, you know, got restarted. All that stuff. Um, yeah, Taken King, real fucking cool. I it's not on my list because I didn't play it when it came out. Because I did like I went hard on like vanilla Destiny. And the mini expansions kind of disappointed, and then I was just kind of done. Yeah. Um, and I came back to it when the like complete Destiny One experience was really cheap in the lead up to two. Mm. And by the time I got to that, I was like, yeah, it's fine. And I, I, I remember next to nothing about the Taken King. Yeah, but you did all of those expansions. I want to say in like a week, <laughs> while also replaying the original content as well. Yeah. Um, I think much, much, much more fondly on the original content, the original raid experience, the the original leveling system even I, I think quite fondly of those even though they're pretty poorly regarded in nearly every way yeah i was gonna uh, say like, like, I, e- I even miss like blue and purple engram decoding like having to go back to the tower for all your gear i miss that i don't know why and you have said this so many times and i will never <laughs> i will never understand that i, I will never no, no one does no <laughs> no one understands me but that's all right that's my cross to bear um what are your honorable mentions? so yeah i take a king i i recognize as being the 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 point of destiny's uh sort of initial it was the best that destiny one ever was i i think um yeah and but yeah it just wasn't that for me yeah jeremy what happened in oh wait my honorable honorable yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> uh jeremy don't take a sip of water yet okay because because you might spit it everywhere uh my first honorable mention is bloodborne uh because one, I didn't finish it. <laughs> so, like, I, I've, I've, there's probably a good bit where it's just like, I don't know how incredible it is yet because I haven't experienced it fully. Um, but also, like, I didn't play it at the time. I came back to it. I do really appreciate it. And it was the game that made me get Souls games, which mm. I am... I, I remember that experience vividly. But there's also something rough about going back to it these days. And it being stuck in 2015 as well. Like, it's one of the few games that didn't get brought forward. Like, I want to say Dark Souls 2, which launched on PS3 and Xbox 360, when they got, like, up onto PS4, when it got brought forward to PS4 and Xbox One. I want to say that those games run better than Bloodborne ever did. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, those games run at 60. Um, yeah, it's like... Bl- Bloodborne, runs the- at, Bloodborne runs at a hard 30. Yeah, and and like lower than 1080p resolution, and yes. now there's Dark Souls remastered as well. It's like, and there's Demon Souls remake. Like it is now officially just like the worst running Souls game, bar none. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, like aside from uh, going onto uh, Lance McDonald's Twitch streams and finding out how he does code inject directly into PlayStation 4 and 5 consoles to get it running uh-huh. at 60, which uh-huh. like according to him, and I have no reason to not believe him. It is a single line of code. Mm-hmm. A singular line of code will unlock the the frame rate for that game. God, it sounds like a like a configuration file or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like and like Bloodborne's I, important. Bloodborne's great, but it, it's. I will say yes, it is the hardest to go back to. That being said, like I think if you did go back, like you'd be used to it in about ten minutes. One hundred percent. I'm. I'm always the like. I played half of Miles Morales on PS5 in quality mode in 30 frames per second. Like, 
Like I, I'm not one to be stuck hard stuck with our performance mode, you know, like I can happily play. Like I was quite happy on my base PlayStation four playing God of war and Spider-Man and last of us part two at 30 frames per second. Cause that's all I could handle horizon. Like, and I was very happy there and breath of the wild even as well. It's great seeing those games run faster and better with the newer consoles and their sequels, but you know, I'm happy if, if I can play the good game and it runs okay. Mm. Um, so yeah, and the plan is, and always has been, and continues to be, to go back at some point. Yeah, I know. Uh, the other honorable mention I've got here, and and I've written, this is kind of a twofer. Uh, I've written The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, parentheses, sorry Fallout. Um, it's like I was, I was Fallout didn't at these, make the cut. Because Fallout didn't make the cut. And I was looking it's at fine. these lists, and I was Bad like, game. oh man, I played so much Fallout, and then I was like, Oh, I played more Witcher though. And then I was like, oh, but Witcher is kind of just like the samey combat. I'm like, yeah, but it does it does some parts of its game much better than Fallout does any other parts of its game. I can't believe this was even a competition. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't in my head, is the thing. Like because right. I'm thinking back to 2015 and I did really enjoy 20 uh, I did really enjoy Fallout 4 in 2015 when it came out. And right. you know, I had the the new computer to go along with it and and like I really dove in, but like it's that classic Bethesda thing for me where I hit a certain number of hours and I closed the game thinking I'd be back the next day or the ne- even later that day and I never turned the game on. Yeah, again. you don't realize that that was actually the last time you played Fallout 4. Exactly. <laughs> and that happened with The Witcher 3 as well, but it happened like 90 hours in as opposed to 30. Um, and The Witcher 3 does so much stuff incredibly. Like the graphics are amazing for a start and it also looked amazing on my new computer at the time but the quest writing and the just the setting and the ambience the music is incredible the amount of time i put into gwent like there's a lot that witcher 3 does right and revisiting it last year really solidified that for me as well yeah all right jeremy 2015 what what else happened in 2015 in the industry aside from those games releasing that we mentioned so for the industry at large Pretty, pretty, pretty packed year for a lot of stuff. Um, Iwata, the head of Nintendo at the time, died um, at fifty-five years old. Was um, he only fifty-five? Only fifty-five. Oh my god, that's awful. Um, uh, PT was cancelled in March of two thousand and fifteen. PT was cancelled, or Silent Hills was cancelled. Uh, the, the the whole thing, the 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 PT thing happened. The 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 PT taken offline, Silent Hills cancelled. Yeah. That whole Kojima Konami saga really kicked off around then. Yeah, and let's remember that he had six more months left working under them to get his Metal Gear game out. Yeah. Phil Harrison left Microsoft. Now you might know Phil Harrison as the man who then went on to Phil. work. Harrison. He's a bald white man. Um, he went on to <laughs> he, sure he then went on to uh, start up Stadia. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Phil Harrison has had a long line of failed video game projects, um, and oh, I can't wait to see where he goes next. As he quietly left Stadia about five months ago, and yep. did not tell anyone. Was never announced. All that st- all that stuff. Before Microsoft, he was at Gaikai. Yep. Before that, he was at Infogrames. Yep. slash Atari and then Sony before that. What was he doing at Sony? Strength to strength. Um, a the core member of the team that's except for the blah, 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 blah. Yep. Who cares? Uh, the new Nintendo 3DS was released in uh, 2015. 
Love that console. Love dropping that console in water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 2K Australia was shut down. Um, the last AAA, oh. the last AAA studio in Australia, up until things changed more recently. But like that was that was that the, was like the last one that survived the GFC. Yep. Finally gave out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that was where our teacher at uni had worked for a time. Uh, 2K Australia. Uh, oh no, sorry. Uh, yep. Rewriting that. EA Motive was formed with Jade Raymond. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that was around then. I thought was that, that a Jade Raymond gig? I think so. Motive pretty, Studio. I didn't sure. realize that. Yeah. That's cool. Windows 10 was released. Oh. Weird okay, to think. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, right? Like I, that, I upgraded to Windows 10 in that yeah. time. And and because you remember, right, that was the beginning of, of Microsoft trying to push that uh, unified Windows platform. You know, Quantic Break launched onto the uh, Windows Store at the same Windows time Store. as the Xbox. and They were also trying to move away from the failure that was Windows 8. And and move away from games for Windows Live. I think that was starting to be killed at that point. Um, yep. But they wanted their own thing. Um, Project Morpheus was revealed to be PlayStation VR. Ooh, which would come out the next year. Yep. Activision Blizzard bought King, which is one of the biggest reasons they were bought and have such a high price now by by Xbox is because of King, which right. made Candy Crush, Candy Crush, and all of their other stuff. Um, and at, by the end of 2022, Kojima Productions... Nope. Re- 2015. Sorry. By the end of 2015, Kojima Productions re-established as an independent studio with uh, being helmed by Kojima himself. Yeah, um, after being unceremoniously let go slash terminated after releasing Metal Gear. Yeah. Um, what a fascinating time. Do you think we'll ever get the story? Uh, yeah, I reckon we will. I reckon I reckon we will get the story at some point. Like we know a lot of it. Like we know like a, like a, a pretty honestly a lot of it. Yeah, but we do we know why Silent Hills was cancelled? Because that was the start of the bad blood. Uh, I don't know specifically, but um, I I I would bet that there is information out there that you could sort of piece together. Um, okay. I'd I'd be curious to like properly take like a like a big long look, but I'm I'm not sure off the top of my head. Okay. Um. And I guess just to cap it off, just some of the big hits from E3 2015, um, The Last Guardian was reintroduced to the world, um, or the world was reintroduced to The Last Guardian. Um, <laughs> Hitman, The Board of Assassination was was announced. Um, uh, so that started rolling out the next year in episodes. Yep, yep. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake was announced. Shenmue 3 was announced. Fallout 4 oh, was announced. As, a, as like a Kickstarter yes. on Fig or something, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a Kickstarter. Fallout 4 was announced and released, obviously. Um, it was the beginning of the Xbox um, uh, uh, introducing backwards compatibility to the Xbox One, which was which was very exciting. That was huge. Horizon Zero Dawn was announced and Dreams was announced. Um, there wasn't really a whole lot else. Nintendo had a really weak year. They showed like DLC. Well, they were in the middle of the Wii U. Like that was probably the year they they fully pivoted to getting the Switch under production and underway and maybe well, holding things back for it. Like probably because it was like their E3 was like um it was Animal Crossing, the mobile uh, pocket camp. Um No, it wouldn't have been Pocket Camp. That came out when we were at school. Oh, was it I no so, it was sorry, Happy it was Home Designer. It was Happy Home Designer, sorry. Um yeah, it was that one, the Animal Crossing game with that and the Animal Crossing stuff in it. Um, yeah. It was Yoshi's Woolly World. It was Metroid Federation Force. Oh it was God. the. It was another little dinky Zelda game. Um, 
and it was a DLC for Smash Brothers on the 3DS. <laughs> Ugh. It, it was like a really lame year. Yeah. God, thank God they turned that around. Yeah. Less than two years later, they released Breath of the Wild on a brand new console. Yeah. 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 I mean, and the old one, but but yeah, you're right. Yeah. But just looking at this list briefly, like Last Guardian, that was such a, like a white whale at the time. And like it did come out, so it doesn't feel so impossible now, but like it didn't exist before then. It was vaporware. Mm. Um, and Final Fantasy VII Remake being announced. Yeah. Um, being announced and really we only saw it like one or two more times before they finally started showing the final product like six months before release. Yeah. And like it looked drastically different every time. And that was another one where we, we went years without hearing updates on it. Oh, uh, we, we, multiple, we, multiple different times. No, we, we were hearing updates, but it was just, it was just Nomura saying like, yeah, we're still working on it. Um, yeah. And, and we did see gameplay, I think about a year and a half mm-hmm. before it, but it was like... We did. It was very different to how the game looked in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the Fallout 4 showcase as part of Bethesda's first E3 conference. That was outstanding. That was one of the best E3 shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really exciting. Yeah. Nothing... I don't think Bethesda's topped that conference since, honestly. Oh, uh, th- their conference where they had the Bethesda World branding and they had, like... Yeah, that one didn't do it for me. Oh, I love that one because it was, like, Wolfenstein New Colossus, there was Prey, there was some... Uh, uh, ESO, yeah, some ESO stuff as as there are. Oh, and their is. card game, their Elder Scrolls card game. Yeah, the Elder Scrolls card game was there. There was the mobile game, um, the 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 Elder Scrolls mobile game, and there was like the Nuka World DLC for Fallout, and um, that was that was like a that was a bit there. That was that was a pretty good one. Yeah, um, that would be more interesting before they got bought out by a larger company, but I think they have a bit less to show so frequently now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. What's your first pick? My first pick. Your number three if you've got it, but if you don't have a number three. I think mine are in order. All right. Um, Actually, no, they're not. I'm going to swap two and three and talk about what I had written down as two as three. Uh, Let's talk about Rocket League a bit more now. Sure. Um, You've brought up a lot of that pertinent context already with the, uh, the PS Plus launch being so huge. Like PlayStation Plus having like a multiplayer game launch on its system and do so well hasn't, hasn't been that successful i don't think ever again no. like no never nothing has seen the straight up millions of players flock to a title just for releasing for free or as an entitlement along with a subscription before yeah it's it's funny i've i've been playing meet your maker this week i'll be talking about it a bit later um but that playing it has me feeling a bit that way where it's a multiplayer game that launched with PlayStation Plus uh, essential now which is basically the same thing and it's got a, a decent enough player base that the player generated levels are coming through. People are playing the level that you're generating, and it feels organic because there's a there's a there's a, a an audience there already, even though the game's so new, um, even across multiple platforms. But you see, it, it's it's cross, it's it's like cross content, I guess. Like you can't you can't do co-op with people on different systems, but you can play other people's worlds from other systems. Sure. And so the amount, the number of people you see in like replays, like playing your world is like, you see like two, two out of 10 players is like on PC and, or maybe like three out of 10. 
and then the others are almost always on PlayStation because it, it's just there. That's why I'm playing it. I didn't buy it. It's on PlayStation Plus, and it's been really fun. So, yeah, the, the way that Rocket League did that was awesome, and it was great seeing the the fervor. Like, I love when a moment like that happens, like when, when Pokemon Go came out the next year, and that was a moment. That was so exciting. Um, but, yeah, I think of all of the times that, like you and I have played it together, the different, different, many different groups of people I've played it with who we've had great times playing it with, all the different modes they've done, all the support for it. I, 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 didn't, I didn't really enjoy their monetization stuff after a certain time, especially after they got bought by Epic. Like, like oh, buy the McLaren for like 10 bucks. It's like, oh, kind of gross because it's like the 10th one. Um, I've, you know, I guess it's just Fortnite, but you know, it was yeah. just be like, eh, <laughs> I was gonna I say, like, like, group, you love some of the Fortnite skins, though. <laughs> I don't. I've only bought the battle pass and the uh, the Jedi Starfighter hang glider. That's all I've bought. That's all I've bought on that one. No difference. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I it, the the amount of uh good times that can be had there the the incredible skill ceiling on that game um and yeah like i said before just how rock solid it is as part of the industry now i it's just so impressive and so long lasting we'll be we'll be talking about rocket league new releases or modes or uh or just playing it potentially in 5 or 10 years i i i bet yeah yeah what's what's yours jeremy three or otherwise my number three is city skylines oh really yeah it's one i've never played tell tell me about it i mean i know it's like a a, a spiritual sim city uh a successor but yeah not well, made by ea yeah and like look it it hit harder because sim city the last one came out in 2015 earlier that year and right, and that was a that was a bit of a disappointment, wasn't it? That it was it was one? it was a complete disappointment. Um, yeah. it was it was it it perform it was had a really really poor performance on PC. Like it was really really poorly optimized. Um, and it had like always online connectivity. Um, it was like it was like some of the worst like like um games as a service kind of stuff creeping in at that time. And that was um, like that was like EA being EA at that time too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. It w- it was peak that kind of EA, um, yeah. and like yeah, and it, it was just it came out and it just really wasn't very good at all. Um, and then City Skylines came along and it was like, hey, guess what? Like we made the one you want. Um, yeah. And like I'm still playing it occasionally. It is really excellent. It is really in depth. Um, it's art is really nice there's really wonderful like sunsets and sunrises and really great reflections and the shadows are really cool the traffic simulation is really fantastic um i i will even if i haven't i haven't played the game probably well over a year at this point but like i will still comfortably watch hours of people on youtube just make perfect cities um in various shapes or configurations um those, those, you know, the paradox thing where there's a million different DLCs for all the different kind of additional content that you want, but that all the additional content, it like I don't feel like I was robbed of a full experience from the from the full game, mm-hmm. like I think maybe some fans of The Sims feel like sometimes they are. Um, yeah, City Skylines is just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful game. Um, 
it is it's a it is a I'm so they're making another one and that's so exciting. Um mm. and they have just done an incredible job. Um and yeah, my number three of twenty fifteen. Number three of twenty fifteen, there you go. Uh my number two is a game that I didn't play until like eighteen months ago, maybe two years ago at this point. Uh Soma right. by uh bloody the people who made uh Amnesia, whatever their name is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fr- uh, fr- uh, frictional. Frictional. Yep. There you go. No wonder I didn't remember it. Um, Soma was such a fascinating one of my first horror games that I properly played, and we played it for uh, Game Spoilers podcast at the time, mini disc now. Uh, and it made for one of my favorite episodes of the show that we did with uh, guest of the show Sparky. That was so fun with the four of us. But the game itself really took me by surprise. Um, I I guess I'd I'd only really played and heard of and experienced horror games like the original Amnesia or seen like Slender or Five Nights at Freddy's or even things like Layers of Fear on YouTube. The kind of games where it like there is progression, but like it doesn't really feel like there's a pleasant feeling to be had in the game, maybe ever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I've never looked at those games and been compelled to play them, but the 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 story and world design and the mystery of Soma is so fascinating, and they really pull at a lot of philosophical strands in that in their sci-fi of the of their world in Soma as well about like what it means to be a person and consciousness and and you know whether whether robots have lives and stuff like that and and they they pulled at this interesting idea of this in, of this really nasty disease and how that worked and how they might survive this dying planet. Like, I I loved the world of Soma and learning more about it as I played through the terrifying moments and being being gripped and drawn through those um uh those pants shitting times was great. I, I had a genuinely really good time playing Soma and I really didn't expect to. Uh, Did you finish it? In the end, I wasn't able to finish it in time for the podcast. Should, I was, but did, did you ever go back and finish it? I don't think I did, no, because I had to watch... I watched a, a video to, yeah. to see the end so we could talk about it for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I was close, but not close enough. Uh, and then after that, no, I, did, I didn't ever go back and finish it. You should, you should um, play it again. I think I might because I, I, the the rewatch I watched was like a lot of like the story, and I think I missed a lot of the final scares of that game, which I was a bit like embarrassed to mention at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you guys were talking about, like, oh man, in this moment at the end, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that game, that game ruled. I, I really liked. I, I don't remember any of the characters' names, but I, like I said, I really Simon. liked the. <laughs> Yeah, but what was the 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 AI, the person you carried around with you? Oh, I don't the, remember. Yeah, the voice. It's like Nina or something. It doesn't sound right. Um, but yeah, I just loved the the threads, the ideas, the 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 concepts they pulled on and explored and and took apart. And like, I, I still remember those scenes where you 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 have to like upload your you have to find the like deep the 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 the, the the pressure, the depth pressure suit, and 
you have to like sit in the chair and upload your consciousness into that suit. And then you like walk out of that suit and like you turn around and you look at the other one, get like decapitated or something like that. And it's like, Oh, that was me. And it's like, Oh wait, no, it wasn't me. Like great moments in that game that really lasted with me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Summer is really excellent. Mm. Um, my number two mm-hmm. is The Last Guardian. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wait. No. I don't think it came out that year. Oh, did I? It was revealed it that year. Oh, I fucked it up. I totally did. That was, ah, It came out December 20, 2016. 2016. I misread the thing. Because oh, I, no. I was looking at the E3 thing. So. Ah, well. What are you going to sub in? <laughs> oh, look, like my my other like the one that was going to be next on my list below, which is not it's yeah, not not yeah. one of my games of the year, but um, I I've got kind of like a weird soft spot for Arkham Knight. Um, yeah. I think just because I I enjoyed for the most part the story of that game quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I like I got to the end of that game and I was like, yeah, that was good fun. Um, all the driving stuff, I think I should like it wasn't very good. Um, yeah. But like that was just like it's just too much of it. Um, That's the thing, right? Like for how much there was of it, the mechanics didn't like back it up enough. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't as fun as it was very same much as they made you play it. Yeah, and like it was, it was so so many repetitive missions. Um, yeah. But like I also remember, like you know, I I finished that game. Went like, yeah, that was good fun. And then like I went back years later when I um, bought it on PC as a part of like. Uh, like Some a sale. Yeah, but it was like, you know, buy all these Batman games for like 20 bucks. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Um, and I got through like a, like a fair chunk of it again on PC. Yeah. And I was like, just having a good time. Just having fun. Yeah, just having a good time. It's it's yeah. it's like a good game. Um, yeah, Arkham, Arkham Knight. It's all right. The, it is all right. I played that last year, I think. Just Do you finish it? On a whim. Yeah. And um, it was, that was a good one to do. They do good things with their story. Like... Great Batman. Nothing Good. earth shattering. Oh yeah, the Arkham Batman with Kevin Conroy, especially yeah, like top shit. He's he's great. Yeah, and um, and they do fun things with the story with the with the, with the Arkham Knight, the titular Arkham Knight, and with with Joker's legacy, what it means to be in that world. Yeah, because um, he's been in all the games before that. Even if you know yeah. about it, like it's fine. It's fun. It's not like a game that is ruined by understanding who the Arkham Knight is, and you you figure yeah. it out mighty quick. Oh, they signpost it so heavily, and and it and it doesn't matter. It's it's no, good. it's good. It's not the point. Yeah, yeah. No matter what they say, it's not the point because they sure yeah. were trying to hide it for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, that brings me to my number one. Uh, it's not Undertale. It's not Crypt of the Necrodancer. It's not Halo Five Guardians. I know. That's what, right, everyone. I know what it is. It's Nuclear Throne. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the games I have. Let me let me look this up right now. On <laughs> yeah. Steam is my one of my most played games. Uh, but this is a roguelike made by Vlambia, uh, which was before it was shuttered, uh, run by uh, Rami and um, who's who's that other guy? Jen. I forgot his. Yeah, 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 him. <laughs> uh, Two hundred hours played of Nuclear Throne. Uh, and it's a very simple roguelike. It's very brutal. It's very difficult, but it's so fun. The soundtrack is amazing. That was a soundtrack I had stuck in my head for weeks after playing, and then it would come back around, you know, like like just make its way back around into my head. And um, 
it's it's so it's got exceptional game feel you want to talk about game feel you want to talk about like vibrations to make the hits feel harder like screen shake and like like uh hit pause like you want to talk about game feel that was a good game man yeah. all the explosions and the the shudder and the it it just it every everything feels good the melee hits they give you that that like one or two frames of pause or it's like oh fuck and the the sound effects are so gross and punchy and tight like this that if i if i had to pick one word now that i've said it for one thing it it applies to the whole game it is tight it is so wound up tight it is so good and there's a lot for you to grind for if you want to go for the um the progression stuff it's far too difficult for me i've got half the achievements in 200 hours less than half the achievements in 200 hours and there's one there was one i remember i spent like many days one summer grinding which was um play as the melting character their name is melting and uh get to the end without taking any health uh augments health bonuses and that's hard because melting's whole deal is he starts with two hp where characters normally start with eight and so you're basically one hit the entire game uh and it's like part bullet hell like the bullets come fast there's like assassins and and snipers in this game you can die so fast like a full run of this game is 10 minutes yeah and when i tell you i spent hours and hours and hours not getting this achievement done i got close so many times like four or five times i got to the final boss but it's so hard and i Pardon me. I loved going for that challenge and not getting it. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that game. If you've got it on PlayStation Plus because it was on there at some point, I think. Yeah, it was. Or like, honestly, it's probably just like 10 bucks. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. But it was never, it was never a very expensive game. I'm looking it up right now. It is, it's $17 Australian. So it's probably 10 bucks uh, US. Buy that game. And play it if you like roguelikes or like clicky, like almost like Hotline Miami type gameplay at times. Mm. It's kind of that fast, that intense. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I would jump back into that game at a at the at the at the drop of a hat. I would take that game with me to a desert island. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, talk to me about about Bloodborne. It's Bloodborne. <laughs> uh. Game of the year. Game of every year. <laughs> game of the decade, Jeremy? Game of the decade. Game of the PlayStation. Game of games. Game of From Software. Game of From Software. Uh yeah, Bloodborne. Uh it's a it's a masterpiece. Oh. It's a it is it is it is uh it it is not that it is perfect. It is that it is like incredible right and because it's like games can be 10 out of 10 and still have flaws yeah but overall as it is is a 10 out of 10 if i've ever played one Mm -hmm. just a fucking what a world what bosses what creatures what combat Mm. it fucking goes son um Mm -hmm. it is such a such a unique game you know from games they share they share dna they are all 
they're all siblings of one another. Mm. But this one is the best sibling. (laughs) (laughs) Parents will tell you they don't have favorites of their children. They are lying. Their favorite is Bloodborne. Their favorite is Bloodborne. Their favorite is Bloodborne. Bloodborne is the best child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I... The thing is, you're like... Not wrong. (laughs) Yeah, and like Bloodborne makes you um, like a a Bloodborne evangelist after you've gone through it enough. You get to Mm. a point where you like, and it's so funny because every time I think about playing Bloodborne, I want to play it. But every time I think about the experience of getting through that game for the first time, the, the, the reaction that you have where you try and get everyone to play it or like you know you start to to shout it from the rooftops about about the truth that is bloodborne being incredible is is also like weirdly mirrored in game in like in plot of like um uh what the old blood well no like like it like enlightenment and like seeing the actual secrets of the universe actually being there the entire time you just didn't have the insight to see it um is so funny um, because it's got this hilarious, like it's imitating itself in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I think about that game constantly, <laughs> constantly. Every week is a fight to suppress the Bloodborne discussion. <laughs> exactly. Um, just like my favorite of the stories of, of, of all of the, of all of the From games, um, I don't mind the story of Demon Souls. I think it's like it's it's pretty basic high fantasy stuff, but like it I think it's I think it's it's um uh like, it's like done well enough. Like it's done well enough, but it's also like digestible, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um uh same with Sekiro, I think. Um Dark Souls gets a little bit confusing at times, mostly because of two a bit. Um but like it's because they don't tell you enough in those games. Yeah, whereas like Sekiro, Bloodborne, and like in Demon Souls, actually don't tell you enough. But like, you, it's there's not really a whole lot that they don't tell you that you can you can piece it together. Um, but like Bloodborne and and Sekiro, are the two ones that like tell you the most, I think. Um, Elden Ring, kind of its own thing. Um, yeah, Elden Ring does a good job of striking the balance in between them. I think there's there's not yeah. really a story that is told to you, but there is a story that is there that you do figure out. Like it's a yeah. good balance. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, things are happening in Bloodborne. Like, you, are, you are like it is one of the few ones of these is there games. Plot? Like, there is plot, and you are progressing it. Like, you are yeah. the one that is actively doing the thing. Um, and fuck, what music? What everything? What a game, mm-hmm. Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Blood, bl- uh, Bloodborne, Bloodborne, <laughs> Bloodborne, Bloodborne. If you if you said it once. Bloodborne. Not enough. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Uh, this town's Jeremy, finished. When should I go back to Bloodborne? I was thinking about this before when you when you were talking about going going through those games. I think you should actually just do it first, mm. only because I think like you know when it when it clicks, it will then allow you to freely walk through the rest. That's true. And I mean, that's, like I said before, like, and the, cracking, the, cracking the start of Bloodborne is what helped me get through any of the rest of the Souls games, like, afterwards. And, and, and I don't even necessarily mean difficulty-wise or gameplay-wise, but in, no, no. T- in terms of, um, like, 
like appreciation, I guess. I'm not saying you can't appreciate those games if you haven't played Bloodborne, but the, no, no, the, no. But there's there's a moment, the, right? There's well, like a, like a, it's, it's not even that specific moment in Bloodborne that makes you appreciate. It oh more. yeah, it's, no, it's I'm just, not saying there's like oh you have to wait for this cutscene. Yeah, but it, there's like there's a revelation. It's it's like um, it is like having cheese on crackers, right? You can have cheese, <laughs> you can have cheese, but if you have it on a cracker, that's a whole other thing, right? <laughs> it is it is such a such a perfect point to go from. Mm-hmm. You know, there is there is there are a few there were, there are a few vessels for cheese better than a cracker. Yeah, you're right. And like, I think, uh, you know, like B- B- Bloodborne as well, I think is a really great length. Um, whereas like Dark Souls 2, too long. So fucking long. Sekiro, pretty good length. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls 1, like pretty good, could maybe be longer at times. Yeah, it's got some pacing issues. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's got some, it's got work some and speed stuff up and slow down. Yeah. Um, like Sekiro and Bloodborne are like really well paced. Mm. Sekiro is maybe a little bit too long at some points, but like that's only because Sekiro is just overall more difficult. Um, I was going to say, yeah, like the, the length there probably depends in t- almost entirely on how difficult you find certain fights. There's, there's also a ton of optional bosses in Sekiro that like you will just stumble into, but you, the thing is that like... Uh, but, you but, don't know that they're optional. Well, like the thing, like the nature of Sekiro is because of how open it is, you can just leave. Like they don't, they don't like, they don't enclose a lot of their bosses. They do in some areas, but like a lot of them you can just like fuck off. Right. Okay. Um, so not many of them are like brick walls. Like, like... Uh, there, um, there are a lot, but there are a lot of ones where it's like another, like another samurai, and it's like, is this optional or not? Well, I can leave, so probably not. Um, but yeah, like Bloodborne is like overall just like, like a what a fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny they they did it with with games like Sekiro and and since creating Bloodborne. Mm. Do you think there's a part of them that wants to? try and make that happen again like do Another you think returning to a, a more linear uh kind of style with Sekiro was them trying to evoke a similar feeling to Bloodborne like it feels like they know what they want to create when they create it yeah I, I, I think with the success with the sort of the six the singular success of Bloodborne you you don't you hear people talk about Dark Souls games like sure but Bloodborne is this like extra extra step that I feel like we we haven't seen or heard anyone mention in any other game in the same breath as it since. Well, like the thing is about Bloodborne is that like it was it was a success, but it wasn't like an Elden Ring success. That's right. Yeah. And and it was a it was a it was a critical success. Mm-hmm. And but it wasn't a commercial like like blow everything up, change the course of everything kind of success, right? Um that I think, I, I think Sekiro and Bloodborne are cut from the same cloth, um, where I think Activision would have went to, from and were like, hey, like, like let's do another sort of insular, one sort of on its own. Yeah. Make your own thing. We'll publish it, but like make it make it different than the rest. Yeah. Um. Whereas, like, yeah, I think, like, look, they from Soft made three Dark Souls games 
and Demon Souls. Miyazaki made two de- two Dark Souls games and a and a, and a Demon Souls because he didn't mm. make Dark Souls two. Um, like he obviously likes them, um, yeah. and uh, you know Elden Ring a lot a lot again back a bit more like um, like Dark Souls. He he obviously likes that area. <laughs> um, that I'm not like you know if he wanted to make Bloodborne two, I'm sure he could e- he could easily say. I think I want to make Bloodborne too, and and yeah. from and and everyone would be like, yeah, okay, it's like all right. <laughs> um, oh, if you're sure, yeah, if you, if you say so. Um, but I think it's I think it's more about like the, the, he is lucky and happy enough to have the freedom to do whatever he wants, basically whenever he wants. Um, mm-hmm. I hope we get a remaster or a yeah. patch or a something. I want it like I I want it to. I want a version of that game that really appreciates how good it is. Um, yeah, and that can age well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Demon Souls will age well. Now it will, yeah. Yeah. 2015. What a year. Funny year. What an absolute cracker. Yeah. What a good one. What were you doing in 2015? Uh, that was my second year out of high school. That was the year I started my IT course. I did one semester and a half. Halfway through the second semester when I was struggling with C++ and Java programming, I went to an open day for the Academy of Interactive Entertainment, which is where you and I met the following year where we were learning about video game design. Uh, And yeah, basically I did that, was struggling so much at, at my course that, and then deciding that I was going to go to AIE, I just stopped going. I never officially like yeah. told anyone in anything. I never officially quit. I just stopped going. Yeah. I just never went back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did the same because I was doing a web development course at that point. Uh-huh. Um, and I like, at some point I just left. I was like, I just, I just don't actually like this that much. I like, I didn't even make the choice in my head. I was just like, there was just that time of like, cause I was, close to where I was studying like that was the closest schooling experience I ever had because I went to high school and primary school so far away from my house yeah but this uni was close and like (laughs) it was close enough to the point where I if I could decide that I wasn't going that day like half an hour beforehand and (laughs) I just did that one time and just like man I'm so behind I'm not I'm I'm just gonna be lost I need to focus on catching up I'm not gonna go today and like It was like Fallout 4 later yeah, that year. Yeah, you didn't realize <laughs> that you had already been to your last class. Yeah. And like those three months of not doing uni, great. Because yeah. I knew where I was going and I didn't have anything else to do in the meantime. Like, great time. Yeah. But yeah, what about what about you? Besides from your web development? Uh, yeah, I also went to... I didn't actually go to an open day to AIE because I had studied with them in the past. Um. Uh, what was I doing? I, I remember I had an interview with my with one of the with one of the course conveners at AIE one time and I Yeah, I did that. And I I the day before I stayed up all night, not even like preparing, I just decided to stay up all night and then I <laughs> and then I went to the interview and like did well enough that I made it in. Not that it's hard because you just got to say like, yes, yes, course fees will be paid. And they're like, okay. And then yeah, I, that's the thing, right? Like I, I put all this time into the like, the edge, like we're so jaded about AIE now. Oh yeah. Like, we, we, we both got so much out of it. We wouldn't be where we are without AIE. Yeah. Um, but mostly because of the 
people that they hired. Yeah, yeah, nothing to do with the actual itself. like institution or or the or the system or anybody that was like in charge of actually like uh, running the school at a more holistic level. It was always exactly. personal touches. <laughs> exactly. So. But yeah, like I remember that that entrance interview was like, oh man, I'm so I'm so nervous, and like I want to make sure I do good, and I'm gonna really put myself into this. And they're like, oh, come to us with like a one page game document about a game you want to make, and this, that, and the other, or like what skills you have. So I was like, oh, I just started programming. I know this and that, and like it's a job, but it's not because no. as with any financial, rather as with any tertiary education institution, unless you're like. Uh, University of Melbourne who are so poncy and always get so many student applications that they can be choosy. Like, unless you're them, then basically any tertiary institution, if they look at you and think that you'll get through it enough, they're happy. They're very happy to take your thousands of dollars every semester. There's nothing really that's going to stop them from doing that. Yeah, like you actually don't... They don't care how well you do. They want your money. You're not meant to know. (laughs) You're not meant to go there like, look at all the stuff I already know. Yeah, exactly. You're meant to be there being like, I don't know, but I want to learn. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I, I stayed up all night that the night before. Went to, went, night. went to the interview, aced it, and then I was like, oh, I'm really tired. And one of my friends called me being like, hey, you want to go watch The Revenant? And I was like, yeah, all right. And so like, I, I we then went to the movie. <laughs> like, while I was like already in the city, so we went to the cinema in the city, sat down. I watched about half an hour of Tom Hardy and um, Leonardo DiCaprio talking and me not understanding, a, yeah, like me not understanding a word they're saying because they're speaking in like old American, like old American English. Oh, is that is that true? Do they do that in that movie? Yeah, like they do, but they've also got like they've got like really thick like American accents that are like, you know, like of like of like certain areas of America that are like right. you know un, untamed or whatever. And so I can't understand a fucking word Tom Hardy's saying. And I fall asleep. Tom Hardy. Yeah. And so I fall asleep. And I wake up two hours later and watch, like, like I watch DiCaprio, like, beat up a bear. And then, like, the movie ends. And uh-huh. my friend was like, that was amazing. I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I haven't seen it since. Yeah. What, really? And then, and then Leo won an Oscar. And I went, okay. You haven't seen it since. That's surprising. Uh, I don't know if it's like. Look, I think it's. I'm sure it's fine. I don't have that much interest in it. He only he only won that Oscar because he like almost died while filming, and not because he was a bit good actor in it. I'll take your word for it. It was better acting in other movies that he probably should have won an Oscar for, but this one not so much. And and, and, oh, that's, and yeah, that's that's the old tale. And history will uh, come to prove me correct. <laughs> I was right. I was right. Uh, yeah, 2015. Yeah. I will yeah I, I, I the, the last thing I alluded to it a bit as well but that, that year was also the year that I, I I built my PC the day that our family budgie died um, <laughs> all, the, all the like the final parts arrived that day but I came home and found him dead and it was very sad and to like get over it I like I called mom and we were sad and to like get over it I like tearfully like set up the trestle table and started getting all the parts. So, and then I was just distracted and it was good to like do something that night that wasn't, <laughs> but, but then it was also like, you know, I, I got the graphics card in and cause Nvidia was doing that thing that they always do. And they were like, Oh, buy a new graphics card, get new game. So I got the Witcher three for free yeah. with the game. And I got to test this brand new computer with this state of the art PC showcase yeah. game. It was awesome. 
There's so much stuff that year. I just loved installing games on my PC. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, it's good. There you go. All right, everyone. We're going to kick it to a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about so much, including Metroid, the DualSense Edge, Mario. We'll be right back. The man himself, Mario. <laughs> Charles? Welcome back to the Minimap Cast. You, if you weren't here during the break, you missed the view of the cat that Jeremy is looking after this week. A cat called Sushi. Sushi. Young black and white cat who did not want to be there as long as Jeremy held her to be there. Oh, she's fine. She's not like, <laughs> you know, like I've, I've, I've seen her when she's like, I actually want to get off and it's just like straight claws in. Sure, 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 sure. It, yeah. it was more just claws to keep herself upright. Mm-hmm. Stability. Yes. Like a... Uh, like Lara Croft's pickaxes, just like that, just like, <laughs> just like soap and price on a on a winter mountain, <laughs> <laughs> just like what that. they get on the snowmobiles. My favorite thing is I, I rewatched that sequence not too long ago. Just a quick oh, aside, I should do that. I haven't. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Like they are like going up the side of a mountain that they could easily have just scaled directly up where they are. <laughs> it's right. such a roundabout way to get to where they're going. Oh, they're trying to go the way that the enemy w- doesn't suspect them, right? I think, the it, enemy I think it doesn't make sense. I'm pretty sure it doesn't make sense. But it's also, that's the scene with the heartbeat monitor in like the blizzard and then they get on the snow bikes at the yeah. end. Like, what a demo. And you go Man. through the like the lodge multiplayer map. Oh, really? Does that happen? Yeah, yeah, because all the, well, like not all of them, but a lot of the multiplayer maps were in the campaign. Right. Um, uh, yeah cool yeah they're like integrated yeah yeah oh man you can't you can't really get much better than a than an early 2010s e3 demo it's just like when infinity ward was like an exciting studio to to watch yeah like now i'm sure they're still fine but like i don't i don't don't have that same level of excitement i was like infinity ward yeah well that they they released the most recent call of duty how excited were you for it which one was the most recent Call of Duty? <laughs> Modern Warfare 2. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jeremy. Kerry. I got as a belated birthday present, uh, not all of, because it's far too much money, but some money put towards the, the DualSense Edge, uh, essentially pro controller for the PS5 that they came out with few months ago um uh i'm very thankful to have it I, I like it a lot it's very nice to have it comes with this really nice cable that i've, I've kept all the kinks in and is like perfectly square right now um, so if you if you get four different ones they, they it's the different the different like square there's one yeah, that's x there's one that's triangle <laughs> that's funny um really really nice braided long cable which is great the controller itself comes in this really nice like hard case like Really hard, really nice. It's got this, it's got a charging, like, a recess on the back of the case. So you can open the case, plug the controller in so it's charging while in the case. But it really just makes it look like you just open the Velcro and it's like you're looking at, like, Ah. you know, those, well, a mouth, but something that Sam and I both thought of was, like, uh, you know those old like overalls that people would wear that with the with the dunny flaps. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a butt so flap. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. 
it's got a little butt flap that opens up. But then you get the, the controller itself. And um, I posted the weird configuration I'm running it in on the Discord, which is uh, I'm actually, you can have the different uh, stick caps on it. So that comes with the like normal Dual, uh, Shock 4, DualSense, sort of semi-domed, half-ridged ones. Mm. But then they also come with these domed sticks, kind of the, the in the P- style the of old, yeah, PS3, PS2, PS1 sticks design, which I didn't think I would use at all. But I, this one's actually taller than the other one. This is the high dome. And I actually really like having a taller stick for more precise aiming in some games. It's funny noticing which games I did like playing with a higher a taller stick and not the others. Like I'm really dialed into the sensitivity on the normal sticks in the last of us part one. And so this just made me miss all of my shots. So I swapped it and I was fine, but playing horizon, playing meet your maker, uh, with the taller stick, I prefer much more resident evil four. I was, I was really preferring that, um, increased sensitivity with the stick. So it's quite good. It, It means that I find myself whenever I have this controller out, I sit with the case as well. Just in case I want to swap out the the back paddles, the back triggers for the the sort of the the dome like ones that they have back here as well, so you can just like take these off and swap them. Um, it's really cool. It's really neat. I like it a lot. I I've, I found myself reflecting on it a little bit while playing and while not playing while sitting there. And I I think about how because every time you you want to set up like a different shortcut for what the back buttons do you need to press the 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 function button then open up the different menu and create a different profile mm. and then assign that profile to one of the face buttons and turn that profile on when you're playing whichever game you're playing that you want the profile for so it, it's quite a number of steps and each time i'm doing that i become quite aware that the uh the profiles i'm setting is really just the difference is two buttons mapped to the two back buttons right and that's it every time and I'm like, oh, that it doesn't feel like much in a way, but it is really comfortable. Like I played Meet Your Maker with this for a night with the back paddles with like jump on my right paddle and uh, grapple on my left so I could keep my thumb on the sticks and all of that. Um, and then I played it without and I did miss being able to jump and look around at the same time in a game where you kind of need to be on a bit of a swivel so you can like react to traps and not get killed. Um yeah, it's a it's it's a really funny device. I'm 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 glad I've got it. It is really nice. The something that is really understated about this one is it has just a higher level of quality on all of the materials and the feeling of each button. Just in general, just a little bit. <laughs> so you'd hope so for the price tag. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. And I and I am glad it's there. So like the triggers feel just a bit more like linear. There's no like sometimes you'll feel like this, the spring like engage sure. like a bit earlier. It's like, oh, that's, that's no good. I don't, I don't like how that feels. The, 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 all of the buttons feel a bit snappier, a bit clickier. The L3 and the R3 is good. The PlayStation button is not mushy in the least. It's really responsive. Um, yeah, and it's got like the, 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 the grip feeling on the triggers. Like there's just a lot of really nice things. I think where I've landed on it is I, I do really like it. I can't if 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 someone asked me what I would recommend based on my experience whether they should go and buy it I really I I'd still having played it and in, play played with it and enjoyed it I I still really 
just cannot justify the price they're asking for. Yeah, like if money is no issue, then like, you know, go for your life. Yeah, like this is the kind of thing that like, when Sam was like, oh, do you want this controller? I was like, I mean, maybe that that could be a cool present idea, but not the whole thing. I don't, I would, I would feel guilty if Sam bought me this whole entire controller because it's so much money. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's lovely to have. It's really fun to play with. I'm going to enjoy using it. I'm, I'm really enjoying all the little things. But you could get like a good 20% of the enjoyment that, well, not 20%, like 15 to 20% of the enjoyment I got with this controller by buying a nice three meter long braided USB-C cable. And I, I got I got a lot of those. That's so if exciting. You, if you don't, exactly. If you don't have one of those already, like the first time I'd be like, oh, I could just run this over to the couch. I don't have to like, because I've been doing the thing for years. Of just like, oh, this controller's dead. I need to get up, plug it in, swap it with the other one. Hopefully that one's not dead. And so just being able to plug it in is actually quite nice. I haven't been able to do that. Yeah, right. Yeah, like so, the when I swapped from an Android phone to an iPhone, I suddenly had a plethora of USB-C cables that were no longer my phone's charging devices right, in various need rooms. Them in different corners of the house yeah, once yeah. a day, every day. Yeah, yeah. And suddenly that changed to I needed a bunch of fucking iPhone cables. And so that was annoying. But like suddenly I have like three USB-C cables that were not dedicated to charging my phone in different rooms to mm-hmm. I can now just use them wherever. Like the good yeah. one doesn't have to be set aside for my phone. The good one can be for, you know, the Switch or the laptop or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's fun. I'm I'm glad I got it. It's really nice. Thank you, Sam, for getting it for me. It's very it's it's, it's a very nice gift. But yeah, I don't know what PlayStation's thinking with the pricing. I just I don't understand. Same battery. Worse battery. Oh, worse battery. It's worse. <laughs> the battery life's worse. Oh god. So thank goodness it's got that cable, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we put the battery uh, in the case. <laughs> Well, this, this, it, the case doesn't have a battery in it. Oh, I thought it had like a little... No, that's just the Elite Series 2 controller on the Xbox side. Oh. Yeah, no, I this thought they did the same the thing. Flap. Did they not do the... Nope. Why didn't they... Because then it'd be $400, Jeremy. Fuck me. <laughs> I've like considered getting the Elite Series 2 because you can get it through the design lab. You can now get it through the design lab, yeah, which seems wicked. Yeah, and I'm like, I could I could make like a really cool looking one that was like mine. It's got my name on it and it's got the case and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's like, that's like, that's enough to make me consider it. Yeah, when it feels that custom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's but, a couple of things I say against the Elite Series 2 controller. One of them is going through the design lab immediately raises the price when you get custom colors, custom printing and all of that. Of course. Uh, it might still be cheaper than the DualSense Edge. Um but also, you and I both worked at a retailer where we saw like that's why I haven't like got one several, yet. Several Xbox Series Two Elite controllers come back, and the original Elite Series controller, and like we didn't sell that many of them either. And we saw a number of them come back. The grips would start like peeling off, like the adhesive would go, like buttons would stop working, would crack, would break, would like stop moving, like like such a litany of problems with those controllers that like it is always on my mind when I think about those controllers, like the ones, the people that get and they work great, like go for it. That's fine. I'm not trying to tell you not to get the controller, but like there's been so many I've seen that are busted. Um, yeah. I specifically actually asked 
one of my friends who still works at my old work whether they've seen DualSense Edge controllers come back. And he said, no, we haven't had any come back yet. So um, that was part of my decision-making process, informed by the Series 2's um, durability concerns. Yeah, and like it's still early, which is why I haven't, I haven't considered getting any controllers yet. Like I will wait to see how it all goes. Yeah. But it's all, it's all still just a little bit up in the air because it's, it's a lot yeah. of money, right? And, you know, there's, there's warranties on them. I get it. But like I don't want there to, I don't want to have to resort to that. I just want to buy no, a thing and, and it'll work. Like, and like a, a warranty is good for as long as you've got the warranty. But like just outside of warranty breaking still sucks. Like you don't want to control it to I, last I was, three I, or four years. You want it to last like 10. I was ever so slightly out of my warranty for my for my PlayStation controller breaking. Yeah. Um, my, 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 uh, Edge. yeah, my, my no. dual sense, dual sense, whatever the PS5 one. Um, when, when, when the trigger on that broke, the only reason I, I, I got it swapped over is because I bought another controller like about a month later and I just said it was that one. Yeah. And the you know person in the shop getting paid twenty two bucks an hour didn't give a shit. So like whatever. But like it was like it was I had like the, within a year I was like, oh nope, this is already broken. And Your, yours and mine both. I had to swap mine out because the trigger stopped working. Like the spring yeah. disengaged. Yeah, yeah. That was that was the issue with mine. And let's also not forget that two or three weeks ago, I took my lo- my uh, my DualSense controller, my my replacement one that I just mentioned, apart because it started getting stick drift. I had to spray it with isopropyl alcohol because I can't replace a component because it's soldered to the board. No good. He's no, no good. good. Also, have you so, ever yeah. have you been on this Design Lab website? Uh, not recently. It's really cool. You've got a whole 3D model you can rotate now completely. Yeah, and that's right. I did that on my phone one time. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, I did that on my phone. It's like surprisingly cool. Yeah, it's it's good. I haven't seen it for the... I'll, I'll go in and have a look at what it looks like on the, with the Pro Controllers too because I want to see that. Like, can you get like different colored paddles and like all the different attachments? Uh, you can do... The paddles might just be standard. Um, and I'm just going to type a... I'm just gonna see how much it is all together when I when I go all oh, the yeah. way through. Put all the bits and bobs on. Uh, yes, I want the full elite package. Oh, you can customize the paddles. That's neat. Um, that's great. Yeah, paddles white. Yep, that's all good. Preview design. Three hundred bucks. Oh, just under. Before shipping. Well, still well less than the Edge controller. That's yep. a shame. Well, no, it's it's great for Xbox players, but. Um, <laughs> a bit of an indictment on Sony. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mentioned Meet Your Maker, uh, which is a game that came out of PlayStation Plus. I was talking about how you, you know, you're making levels and stuff like that, playing it with the controller. But that's been a, a fun game. It kind of came out of nowhere. It's made by Behavior. Not, came out of nowhere for me. They announced it at the Game Awards. But it's made by Behavior Interactive, who made Dead by Daylight. Um, it's not Dead by Daylight. It's a... No. <laughs> have you seen much about the game? I know what it is. I haven't, I haven't played yeah. it, but yeah. So it's a first-person shooter game where you play as these like robots in like a post-apocalypse world. And basically, it's kind of like first-person trap room Mario Maker where you can raid people's levels where everyone has to get to the like resource at the center of the level and get out without dying. And you like die in one hit. So it's about like seeing the traps like it's all about building in cubes and grids mm. and you can place like uh spikes on one wall you can make uh blocks disappear or this could be like a lava block this 
this block shoots out a grapple hook that grabs you and pulls you in somewhere. So it could pull you into another trap or just mess you around. Like, or it can shoot arrows at you. And so you have to find those as they go through. Sometimes they only get revealed once you get the resource. And players can, and there's enemies like that can shoot at you or like run at you to try and stab you. They can be armored. Like, there's lots of little differences that they can make. It feels a little bare bones. Like there's only like four enemies, nine traps with different tweaks that you can do. Um, but how you combine them, the different levels you can use, the different capacities that you can build those levels within, it's quite interesting. I um, it's it's got me in a weird way that I w- wasn't expecting. Like it's got a bunch of progression stuff. Like you can level up all the different vendors for your suit or whether you want to buy more um, enemy mods and uh, like, like enemies to build with. Uh, and so all of that progression stuff is actually, it, it's pretty satisfying. Um, it, it feels like there is something to do. You get really well rewarded for building a level and setting it to active and letting people play it. Um, even if no one is actively playing it, you sort of get in like a passive, uh, reputation generation while it, just while it's active for a certain amount of time. Um, the more people play it and the more people die in your level, the better your level is. And you can like prestige it for a certain cost of resources at that point. And the more you do that, the more points it gets you. It's quite good. What, Sorry, apolo- what you- ap- apologies to audio listeners. I was pulling up Meet Your Maker so I could look at pictures while you're doing it and a trailer started to autoplay. Oh, I looked at your face. I'm like, what happened? Apologies. It was quite loud. I'm going to try and cut that out in the edit if I can remember. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Steam doesn't usually have sound when it autoplays. Didn't matter. <laughs> you know, it doesn't normally have sound, does it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been really interesting. I didn't expect to be playing it. I had this really funny like couple of hours building a level, like sort of getting my getting to grips with the with the controls. Uh, I bought like a basic low capacity plot, basically, uh, and it was a really simple path to take. Like you have to keep this critical path, mm. and that like there has you can't just like put the resource like squared off so it's an impossible level. You have to have this path the whole way. Uh, and I like complicated it a bit by like making it go down and like corkscrew back around and up. And that meant that like half of the plot I used wasn't useful for anything. So I had to seal that off, cover that up. Uh, and then I added a couple of traps here and there and did that and this and that. And then I kept like getting out of flight mode and like walking through the level and being like, oh, this looks like crap. Or like, oh, where does that hole go to? Oh, I just left this open. This just goes into the bowels of the 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 pit that I didn't use. Yeah. Like, right. and you can't get out easily because it's just shit down here. Yeah. And so I finally started working it out, plugging all the gaps and I start trying to put all the traps in. I'm like, Oh, I had 750 capacity, but it's like the traps are like 50 each. And I'm like, this place is tiny. I can't do anything here. Right. And I'd spent like an hour and a half putting all the blocks, which are like one resource each. So I didn't figure that out for ages. So I was like, Oh, fuck, I've put all this time in. Just make it good enough then like send it. Mm. And so I, I made it good enough and I tested it a couple of times and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's shit. I'll move that. Or I'm like, yeah, that's so obvious. I'll move that. Set it to go. Turn the game off. Came back later and only had one other person play it and they were on PC and they beat it in like a minute and they like, they dodged that one. They saw, they heard that one already. They just shot them. They didn't, they, they, they didn't die once. They just blitzed the level and, and they were in and they were out. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, shit. So I went in, I changed a couple of things again. I said it, went back, I turned the thing off, went and did something else. And the next time I came back, two other people had played it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch their replays. I'm going to watch their replays. Like, and, I, and I think, yeah, two other people played it. There were three deaths. One of them had died twice. One of them died once. Um, and it was so satisfying to watch what actually got them to be like, oh, they got confused because I put this there, so they were looking at that, so they weren't thinking to look further ahead to that one. And there were so many other parts that was like, this is, no one's getting fooled by this. This is pointless. Like, get rid of that. Yeah. The reason I'm bringing that up, because it was, it was, I've never seen, not even in Mario Maker, the way for you to, and I don't own Mario, Mario Maker, maybe this is in there, but um, a way for you to see each player's playthrough. Like, it's it's almost a way of, doing player testing and then watching the replays. Like it's really positive. I really like that inclusion. Yeah. In Mario Maker, you get the locations of deaths. That's right. You get the little X spots. But that's that's it. You don't I, know I, what they jumped from, like whether they were late on that block. You don't You it, don't know it's why been, it, and how. It, what. It's been a hot minute, but I don't, I don't believe so. I don't it, think you have replays. Yeah. Yeah. Or like ghosts. No, no. Um. So yeah, it's just this really interesting loop. It's really fun to play. Like I play pretty um slowly, which means I get into a lot of trouble when you enter the like kill rooms where there's like 10 enemies and like 12 traps and you just kind of have to move fast enough while taking everything out. I can't handle those. Right. But I love the ones where you're like checking each corner or like the floor drops out from under you. So you quickly use your set, your like your second jump, your like midair jump and try and grapple to somewhere safe. And that puts you in danger of something else. And you try and get back to somewhere safe and like creep around and look around. It's, 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 it's decent fun. Is there like, um, uh, like, can you change the lighting? Can you do like, can you do a horror map? For example, it's not that intense. Like the, the, the creation tools aren't so robust that you can make an entirely different genre of something really. Okay. Um, there are different. There are many different types of blocks that are different colors. Like you can make them out of like rusty red metal, and you can put these like industrial neon yellow lights in places. But you can also make things out of just like blue sheet metal, which right. gives it this completely different vibe. Or there are other decals you can paint on them that like like arrows or like graffiti on concrete and stuff like that. So you can tweak and tailor and give them different vibes, all within this sort of industrial post-apocalypse feeling. Yeah. So you're not. You're not. You're not gonna little big planet your way into like a, a new version of trials. Sure. You know, you're not yeah. you're not gonna find the 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 first person mode inside of the um the 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 maker's suite that they were able to change. It's not that robust. It is more similar to Mario Maker in that way, where it's like, no, here is the base and you work within that. Yeah, you make Mario levels. Exactly. In here you're making meet your maker levels. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really good fun. It's it's really interesting gameplay. The like one hit and the like limited resources. Like you have to go and collect your ammo once you shoot. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I don't know how much more I'll play, but it's fun when I keep returning to it. Like I really want to go back and see if anyone else died to my level before making my next one. You know. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, I would love to hear about your time with Metroid. You finally started it. I finally started it. Uh, I think I'm about like two and a half hours before the end. <laughs> like, Whoa, what like, <laughs> fuck, Jeremy? Did you just start playing and you couldn't stop? No, I stopped. And then I just like picked it up again, kept playing. Like, it, it's funny because like I'm playing this, like, so, okay, so 
I have... Paint the scene. Paint the scene. I have played a grand total of one Metroid game before, um, that Dread. being Metroid Dread. I've never played any of the old ones. Um, I watched my housemate play some of Prime 2 or 3. Um, from playing it on the outside without like actually playing it before, I looked at it and I kind of went, I don't really know if I sort of vibe with it that much. Like I think when you were watching your housemate or when you started... When I was watching my housemate play it, when I was okay. watching, my, yeah, because like I, I, I don't love first person, um, platformers. Yeah. Um, and I also like, I, you know, it's the it's the it's the Legend of Zelda to Ocarina of Time, Mario to Mario sixty four. Mm-hmm. It is Super Metroid it is to su- Metroid Prime. Super Metroid to Metroid Prime. Like it, it is adapting a Metroid game into a three D space. Um. And now that I'm playing it, like I, I, ended, I, I get it a lot more. I, I don't like, I, I don't love it. Um, I think okay. it's, I think it's good. I like it. I don't love it. Um, I like the setting well enough. I'm enjoying the monsters well enough. I'm just not super engaged by the gameplay. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Because it is first person, and now it's kind of freed by the the joystick controls, which I've spoken about before. But it's like a lock on first person shooter, which is fascinating. And like, I, I think I think that works better because I would be more frustrated if I was just missing most of my shots. Um, but I think like the the actual like mechanics of like getting around, like I think is fine. Um, like it's you know it's like i know metroid i understand morph ball and and rockets and jump jumping and all that you know good metroid goodness but like it it's not engaging me super much and yet you started it on like saturday and you think you're two and a half hours from the end yeah and i think because like the game is actually like is like I was gonna say, like baby game for babies, no, like, but it's like it's it's easy. I'm not having any difficulty, yeah, basically um, at all. With the current, with the new controls, it it is a little out of balance. I feel, but like I'm like, also because you're not fighting them the whole time, and you know, having having you know, being well versed in this genre means that I know roughly where to go and I know when to ignore certain things and when to come back to certain locations. Um, I think the environments are pretty cool. I don't like how they connect together in the sense oh, that... the elevators. Yeah, in my brain, they don't connect together at all. Like, I might as well be on different planets altogether. Um, That's a really reasonable yeah, like, uh, feeling. Like, I don't, like I'm, I'm not really, really vibing with that much. In 3, um, they just do that. You just do go to different planets. I, I might enjoy that more. Um, you can do cool stuff with like the Wii remote where you can like press buttons in Samus's ship. That's cool. Yeah. It's um, cool. Sorry. Go on. Uh, wh- where am I at at the moment? I've got the ice beam. I've got the gravity suit. Um, yep. I'm trying to think if I got any, like if I got anything else after that. Because uh, I think that's where I'm up to progression wise. Okay. I can tell you, you're about sixty percent to two thirds of the way through the game right okay. you have a big hearty chunk left okay because like I, like i'm getting like an upgrade every hour or less like i'm like i'm getting through it like real quick i'm just kind of yep i'm, I'm beeline and stuff i'm not even like i'm like i'm not reading in a lot of the like the stuff yeah uh sure i i liked reading that stuff in like the labs like finding out like the pirate 
data logs. I, I like reading those because they're fucking sinister and gross. Mm. Um, you get a lot of the menace of what they're all about from those logs. But I can understand people not wanting to turn on the scan visor after every encounter, look around the room, find them, sit there and read it. Like it makes sense. Yeah, and like yeah, it's 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 not the it's not the best way to engage with a lot of that stuff. I'd rather watch a YouTube video with maybe a little bit more like like punctuality. Um mm. uh, and yeah, like I don't know, like it's 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 cool. I think it's good. Mm. <laughs> But I don't, yeah, like I'm not, I'm not loving it. Uh, like I'll, I'll get to the end because there's, like it, there's not a whole lot of friction, in terms of me not making progress. Yeah. Like it's very, it, it, it kind of feels like going down like a children's slide. Like I'm just like going down the entire time. Um, sure. I can I ask you this. So there's, there's two sort of optional things that I had turned off, uh, when I played. One of them you asked me about, but I got to like a couple of hours later, is the narration for the cutscenes. What did you end up doing with that? I because for those who aren't aware, it was like something they added for like one of the different territories. It's like a Blade Runner, like in twenty seventy two, Samus Aran, bounty hunter extraordinaire, yeah, stumbles across the space pirate frigate Orpheon. It's like, oh, this sucks. Did you turn that on or off or like experience it? What'd you do? Uh, I like it's in the opening cutscene because. it's just on by default. Um, mm. And I think I put it to, because there's like three options. There's like always on, always off, and like a middle ground mm. because it's meant to replicate the different region versions of the game. Um, I think I put it to like, I think it's it's either off or middle. I haven't noticed it. Um, okay. So maybe it might be off. Um, I kind of yeah, forgot about it like at the get moment. it at the end or something. Yeah. I would turn it off, honestly. Like, that game does well for just having the vibes, but like you do you, it's fine. Yeah. The other one is there's a hints system, which you can turn on or off, which is like when you get an upgrade, the game will like pause or maybe it's when you open the map and it will show you, it will like take your cursor and drag you across the map and be like, question mark over here. What's this? Maybe you should go over here. Yeah. The, so, so that setting was on by default. Yeah. Um, but I think I think again I think there's a gradient on it because it doesn't take me out of the game. It gives me like a message saying like, "Hey, like you know, new intel," and you can mm. go into it or not. Um, oh, so you get the option at the time. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And so That's I've awesome. I've had that only because sometimes I'm like, you know, like the 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 menu the 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 reading the map is a bit bit off sometimes because like yeah. sometimes I'm pixel hunting for like a, a, a different color door that yeah. I can't find and yeah. so when I've got a little thing saying hey here's the next thing I'll more often I'll just be like yeah all right just like just just tell me like I'm yeah. I'm, I'm happy to go, I'm happy to go that way like if I want to explore like I'll go explore but sometimes it's like uh like I want to get to the next thing yeah like show me the red door on the red map yeah. um because like it sometimes really is like that, where it's like the first time you go to the ice place, uh, Fendrana Drifts, like you're there for like less than 10 minutes and you get the boost ball and then you need to go back to your ship. Like, and yeah. they, they, they foreshadow, that, foreshadow that a little bit with like Ridley flying over you, like back towards yeah, the elevator. Yeah, like, and, like, and for me, for that section, that was all I used. I just kind of went in that general direction and that was, that was good enough. Um, yeah. But if you, like, like, you know, like if you stop and forget where you're yeah. what you're doing then it's very easy to just not have any idea where to pick it up again yeah or like before getting the gravity suit right you have to use the ice beam in the ice place 
where you, before you didn't have the ice beam. But it takes you like three hours from when you're there until you get the ice beam next, or it can. It takes a while. And like I completely forgot about that area, yeah. even after the map hunting. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the extended sections in underwater before you have the gravity suit... Oh, not fun. <laughs> Did not enjoy no, not that fun. at all. Um, but it is. It does feel great then when you do have the gravity suit, and you're like, "Yes." Yeah, no, it does. Um, Did you have you been into the ship? Like into the, like my ship? Okay, you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Um, that's fine. There, there's an area you can go into that's underwater. You can go into it before the gravity suit, and it's absolutely miserable. Oh, the one where you, like, yeah, I, I, I sorry, yeah, I know, because I fell down the hole immediately. Yeah, you fell, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, because the, 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 the fish dragged me in. I was like, ugh. Yeah. And, and I, I got to the top like and the... it dragged me back in. I'm like, ugh. And you had to, like, jump up all of the platforms. Yeah, the little, and there's, like, the tentacles at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that place is miserable without the gravity suit. Yeah, because I did that um, section before the gravity suit as well. I was like, this isn't, like, I'm not enjoying this part of it. Yeah, and um, they, they really kind of, they... They have it that it, they kind of send you there, um, but it's it's so bad. It's so it's so not fun to be in that area. Yeah, um, I'm doing the music for the most part. It's pretty good. Um, a lot of like, like a lot of kind of like drum and bass, like alien drum and bass, like light soundtracks in some areas that I quite enjoy. Like you kind of like Halo Two vibes a little bit. Oh yeah, um, with the like kind of. Like, like coral, yeah, but like like percussion with like a like a like a zest of electric below it, mm. um, yeah, plus some singing, yeah. Um, I think Samus's suit is cool. Oh, so cool! Uh, Samus is cool in this as well. She's Sam- so fucking cool. Sam- Samus is cool. Um, I don't enjoy the parts where there's no light. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's not fun, is it? With a thermal visor? Yeah, because the thermal visor is kind of ugly, and like it gives me like just the, like a, a, a tinge of motion sickness because it's just it, yeah, because everything's so smeary. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't love that. Um, yeah. Metroids are not nearly as scary as I hoped they would be. Yeah, I, like they're they're not they're they're pretty easy to kill. Yeah, and the, like I've been, I don't know, I didn't, I, it's fine. Um, I enjoy being the ball the most, I think. Like, it's it's fun doing, like, you know, skateboard tricks as, like, a little ball and being eaten yeah. by, like, a rock lizard and then blowing up the rock lizard from the inside. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Uh-huh. Uh, there's not many power-ups left for me um, because, I, like, there's, like, uh, there's the fire shot I need to get and... And the and the slingshot. Th- th- those are the two that I believe are are left because everything else is kind of just open to me at this point. Sure, I can tell you you're wrong, and I can think of more than twice that that you have left. Really? What are they? Do you want to know? I don't care. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, there's the the much more powerful uh, um, morph ball bomb. So, sorry, there's... I mean, I, I mean, like, uh, I mean traversal abilities like weapon upgrades this will no this unlocks doors that you can't open otherwise oh really yeah what do they look like piles of rubble oh in that fucking cavern okay i didn't know if that was a thing that i have to get through or not when it's like oh thing is made out of 
like different coloured letters. Bendesium. That means you'll be able to get through it with something else later. Right. I didn't know if that was just world building and I didn't get around it. Or well, not. no, because you can read the lore entries on what your equipment is good for as well. So you can find out, oh, my missiles are good for Cordite or my super missiles are good for Cordite. I don't know which one. Like you could find that out. So when you when you see that, you're like, oh, I don't have that yet. Or, or, or I, oh, I do have that yet. Um, but yeah, there's the, the power bomb. There's the uh, X-ray visor, grapple. Beam. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The X-ray visor is cool because you can see Samus's hand in the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can see her do the like, like exactly. A- you can see the different like yeah, yeah. like but ASL like, when she's doing. It's also really weird because it turn, there's, turns out there's just invisible platforms in the world, <laughs> and oh, like okay. this is how you see them. Um, do they exist uh, before you get that, or do they like yeah. actually? Oh, okay, can you like bump into them? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wonder, if, uh, I wonder if that's happened. Give me a give me a Breath of the Wild little map to see where I've bumped into platforms before. And yeah. got, I got I got mad at, at platforming. Yeah, they're all like elevated and out of the way, so like it's it's not common. But there is there is one that I did find before I had the visor. Did you know um, about it? And you were like, "What is this?" No, I didn't. But I saw like it's in an area with rain, and like the raindrops land on the platform ah, like in neat. midair. Cute. Uh, what else? There's uh, I'm not going to spoil the last one because it's fucking sick. And um, the fire beam, like you said, there's optional uh, missile like weapon ones, like you said. But they're cool to get, but they are optional. Um, I might kind of avoid those if I can. Why? Because I think if I get to the end boss where I'm at now, it might be a little bit more challenging in a way that's a bit more enjoyable. Sure. Uh, mm, eh, maybe. They're very long fights. <laughs> like sometimes they're not yeah. hard, but they're long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surviving, so might, I guess, you might isn't want a... something that'll speed it up at yeah, some point. Maybe surviving isn't the hard part. I guess. Like I've That's not, it, yeah. I've not died. Yeah. Yeah, I died in one place, the same place in both my playthroughs. Right. <laughs> and it was just getting an optional energy tank, and like it blows out the floor under some lava, and I just have to like hop out of it, and that like drain my health enough times. Yeah, I almost died because of lava once because I fell in by mistake, and I was like, oh yeah, and I was like, just like ow, 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 like just for like a while. Yeah. Um, and like jumping out of lava is a bit like awkward. Um, yeah, because totally, it kind of holds you in for a bit. It, it's like it's it reminds me a lot of Minecraft in that regard, where I'm just like <laughs> I just can't get out of the fucking thing. Let me out. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's um, I'll be interested to see how you go. Yeah, like There's, it's it's cool. I'll play the next one when it comes out as well. Yeah, I don't know There's, how I'm gonna go with the third one. There's but. two to three more areas ahead of you, like like segments, I would say. Right. Okay. Yeah, but still, that's a lot of game in not much time. What, like six eight hours? Probably, maybe 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 a little less, maybe five. I'd be interested to know. Your, your save file tells you at the start of the game. Um, I, I did leave it on while I went to do stuff. I know Switch has got uh, like a, a thing, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm... I don't think the game file does. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, see, if I, I'll see if I can find out. Um, but yeah, like I'm, 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 I've been quite bad with numbers on... Con- like my... Um, like my, hours. Yeah, my playthrough for Resident Evil, I think, was sitting at about thirty-two hours because I left it on. Oh, you just you just left Leon standing at the merchant. <laughs> yeah, like I had the TV off, but like the console was on running. Oh right, yeah, that's funny. I um, I did that with a game on my Switch this week 
with uh, I, I bought and downloaded and played uh, Bowser's Fury, which is like the standalone-esque, DLC-esque thing for 3D World. Um, and you can't do that in that game because Big Bowser wakes up and shoots firebolts at you every 10 minutes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why did the music stop? I was like, I don't know, I was doing, I was like in the kitchen and like microwaving something. I'm like, why did the music stop? I was like, oh. <laughs> and I quickly locked the, the system. <laughs> Um, Tell me about Bowser's Fury. So yeah, I had a, I have a couple of interesting things about Mario here. Uh, Mario, a couple of Mario games are on sale, like Mario Maker and Bowser's Fury, um, or 3D World. Um, and I've been interested in getting them uh, for a while, so I, I got this one, and I, I've had a really good time. I, I beat Bowser's Fury in a most like a day in like twenty four hours ish. Uh, it's not very long. Out of a, it's not very long, no. It's it's a it's an expand alone style thing. It's a little bite-sized little thing. It's so funny though. Like people said this at the time. It's, it feels like such a proof of concept for something they were trying to do. You it, know what I mean? It, it feels like they accidentally scope creeped what was going to be the Mario Odyssey DLC. I I don't think this was Odyssey DLC at any point. I think this was 3D World DLC because like there's so it is built around the move set of 3D World of like. You can't like backflip jump, like crouch backflip jump, and like you can't, you don't have cappy. Like the the movement is so different. It's that like hold wider run and like jump and whatever. Have you heard something otherwise? Or I just I can I can see more Odyssey in this from a from a design. I think only yeah, only I because like I th- the world design. Yeah, and I I think I think they actually learned lessons from Odyssey, which was put into this that I think that. Like you know, like I don't know at what point it was going to be DLC for Odyssey, but I think I think as a as a concept, I could like I could see it be like an like an additional Odyssey stage yeah. or step, or maybe even maybe it was the initial plan for the final world in Odyssey that didn't quite work, and they didn't know how to make it work. I just don't see the the game 3D land 3D world and Mario Odyssey play so differently. Like like Mario's movement set is so much more reduced, it's so much less it's 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 not like 3D Mario, it's so different. Like I don't see yeah. them as being that intermixable. You know what I mean? I don't think they would have been able to make that for Odyssey and then change their mind. But like the the structure of Bowser's Fury being about getting, you know, the what what are they moons? Cat shine. Shine. Yeah. Um the like it's it's kind of a weird successor to um uh, Sunshine um yeah, being Shink Shines again and the the kind of the vibe of the world is a little bit well, sunshine. Yeah, like, like Bowser Jr.'s there and all of the paint and the goop and all the water. Yeah. So like so why I think it might have been is because I think what this was going to be, it was going to be a sequel to it was going to be a successor to Sunshine through Odyssey. Damn, I completely think you're completely off your like, 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 <laughs> no one, what, no one's making a successor to Sunshine. No, but okay, so the i the whole idea of a DLC for Odyssey was going to be just like give me another location on that planet and just drop me in and fucking go have go go ham, right? Isle Fino is on that map. What what map? The Odyssey map. Um. Like As the if, world map? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Like it's like like its location is there. 
where there was going, where it looks like there's sort of space for the final, because you, you sort of like hop around that planet. Yeah. That was kind of where it was going to fit. And I could see, you know, this beach-esque area, which has got shines, you know, like I know it plays differently because it's designed around the game that it is in. But yeah. I think the initial... Even like conceptually, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the day-night okay. cycle, Bowser, like all that stuff. Like I'm not talking about that they, that they ripped the, like a 3D map and threw it into the thing. But I mean, conceptually, the structure of that game, I think, was going to be an Odyssey sunshine little yeah. twist when um, when i was playing it i was sort of interpreting the differences like how can we try a more open breath of the wild format of mario uh like soon like it, there's a way to test it where they didn't have to futz with the mechanics so they just made everything cat themed and put it in the the 3d world with all the cat stuff they used all those power-ups uh and then, yeah, they have this big, I'm 100% open area where you can go to all of the different places. And it's like discrete levels throughout that take you through that area, but like you can just jump off the side of it and be in the ocean again and go to the next one. Yeah, which totally doesn't track with 3D World. Like the. Like, no. Like, like, no, 3D World is so linear and contained. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's like the NES and SNES games. Yeah, which is like, you know, like like Odyssey and Sunshine, they do have that, like, you're in a big open world and you're doing, like, a little thing in a contained area and then you're sort of, like, leaving, but you're staying in that zone and going to another yeah. little contained area that's kind of, like, isolated even though it's in this big world, which is why I think it is Thingo, an Odyssey, an Odyssey yeah, next. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on board with that theory, but that's fine. That's I, I think fine. the other thing was when they announced that Luigi DLC for Odyssey, I think that they they either said that this was not going to be the last content being added, or they or they didn't say that it was going to be. It was this weird yeah, like there was there was a lot of talk about Odyssey DLC, like borderline confirmed yeah. talk about DLC. Yeah, and it um, we just never got and it. it. Never came. It's been nearly six years since Odyssey. Oh, maybe I play it again. I I was thinking that playing this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, three uh, Bowser's Fury itself is really fascinating. I really like all the different worlds, all the different little levels they've got. Um, it's quite simple and easy. Uh, and yeah. I don't like the way Mario controls in 3D World right. slash Bowser's Fury. Like his jump just feels different and I want to be able to backflip and his long jump is so much shorter that I just don't even bother using it. Right. Like, it's a the moveset is just so different in lots of different small ways that I don't appreciate as much as just being able to jump into Galaxy, which I played right before this. So like it's it's okay uh in terms of the movement. I, I the, the the core moveset I found disappointing in general. But the level designs themselves really fun. Like yeah. they use the the flip the thing the 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 platforms that flip from blue to red when you jump. And they make a whole level in that area. So there's like four or five different things you can do there. There's the the little um like ice skate boot level where you got to like go down the uh, the ice skate rink. There's the different I plessy. Love the boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's the the plessy water dragon uh like uh, racing sections. Um, that's all it's it's all really fun there was one that really had my number i died on it a lot which was this like rotating above lava platforms one towards the end 
Um, yeah, the, the, the platforming got trickier towards the end, like noticeably. It definitely did. Yeah. Especially if you were like me trying to get all the like collect five mini shines to get the full shine. Yeah. Um, and those were really tricky. There are some I had to completely leave and come back and like look at from a different angle, like mm-hmm. way down below if it was like a tall tower and be like, oh, way up there, there's a little hatch. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like yeah. real sneaky bugger stuff. Um, but then Bowser gets mad and I'm in the middle of trying a level for the first time and the and it becomes nighttime and raining and he starts blasting lasers at me and killing me. And like, it was, it was, it's cool. Like Bowser's design is so, so fucking cool. Like he's so metal. Yeah. Like, um, and uh, Mario's like fidelity of his like, like, gargantuan big cat suit mode where he turns into like glowing yellow super saiyan cat mario is pretty fun as well yeah 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 and like running around the world they did a good job of the sound and the animations where mario doesn't sprint he's like as he's running across the world because he's big he's heavy so is bowser yeah um but i did find myself getting like bowser's bowser's coming around every less than 10 minutes yeah like yeah. until you defeat him for one of one of the chunks of time and then he's gone for like 20 and like there are times i'm like i just there are so many levels here and there's actually not that much bowser stuff for me to do with the like oh use the bowser blocks or you like use his breath to break the bowser blocks yeah to like open a new path or like i, I would be like oh i'm right near one I just stand and wait for him to like jump around. Then he blasts it. I get the shine and it like, and he's like, oh, my eyes. And he goes away. Or like sometimes it was like, or he'd like, it'll like turn night and he'd turn up just at the end of me getting to the end of a puzzle. And I collected the shine immediately after. And he's like, ah, oh, my eyes. And he, and he goes away after like five seconds. Yeah. It's a really like awkward, strange mechanic. A little bit. Yeah. And I, I remember, I remember that being like, being like, Huh. <laughs> yeah like it's fun yeah it's cute and it's a it's a it's a good way to make it more interesting without mm. that if you were just in this sort of like beach world it would feel a bit empty and pointless yeah then you're playing sunshine <laughs> which is yeah, not great but, it, but better designed yeah better levels yeah <laughs> um and it does it, i do think it feels better than sunshine even though i don't love 3d world's movement yeah i i agree sunshine doesn't feel very <laughs> doesn't something that doesn't feel good and doesn't play well yeah but yeah there's a lot of great feeling moments in it like a lot of fun levels like climbing into a tower for the like second or third time when you when cuz when you return the levels change a little bit yeah um those little changes were fun to see and uh and yeah great moments with the coming across a level for the first time or again with Plessy or finding secret areas. Like there's a lot of good there. Like I've, I said 52 out of a hundred shines when I beat it and I want to go back and get more of them. I don't know if I'll get to a hundred, but I want to go back. Yeah. Um, I played a bit of 3d world last night. I beat like the first world in 30 minutes with like all green stars and stamps and whatever. That was fun. Play it. Um, I, play it co-op if you can. I was just going to say, Jeremy, I've played this game once before in co-op and I'm enjoying it so much more on my own. Oh, really? Right, fair enough. Yeah, because when we played at co-op, everyone was like, Jeremy, how do I play games? Annoyingly. Expound. (laughs) Do everything at once. 
do everything as it comes. Yeah, yeah. And when you're playing with people, most of the time people I don't do want to that. wait around to do that. And Mm-mm. so I'm just so then I'm just like, fuck. I guess we're just running forward then and not trying to find any of the other stuff. We're just running. And that got really boring for me. Like there was one time I did go back a second time to run through the level and I sprinted through that level, ignoring everything because the game's not hard or difficult or challenging. It gets and there. It, it, it definitely gets it there. It does get there. It does. It does. And I am looking forward to the final levels. I've heard they're brutally difficult. Um, and I'm so excited to get to those. But yeah, like I'm, I am enjoying more playing it on my own just so I can complete it and that be done because the challenge isn't in the isn't in the platforming or the or the the mechanics it's in doing the extra stuff and finding that as i go through that's where the only challenge in this game lies for me so far i i think i think when i was playing because i i did half the game in a single sitting with with two of my housemates and we were drinking as we were playing it yeah um that was great because we were all pulling each other into the next world. Maybe before each of us were quite ready to be there, but it was just about like, like, let's keep going. Like, let's just, let's that's see. That's the thing. That's, that's it the was, experience I had. It, it and was, I it was endurance. It. it was so fun. It, it, it was, it was, it was fun and funny because each of us would all find a moment that were like, oh, maybe I just want to have a quick look at this one thing. And every single time that happened, the other two, which means were always overruled, were like, already passed it <laughs> yeah and so like, it was, i understand why conceptually that's funny yeah that would just piss me off oh it was so good and you know like part of it was also i think because we were getting drunk um yeah, sure. it wasn't really about the game like, necessarily <laughs> yeah it was, the game was a vice to like basically pray, play pranks on each other <laughs> you know like throwing like you know like uh, getting an extra item and then instead of giving it to one of the others just stealing it because like haha fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or you know, picking each other up and just diving off the edge <laughs> because haha fuck you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Was so good. Yeah. So I, I do feel vindicated that I have that expe- have had that experience and that I'm having this different one now. I I don't think I'll play it with anyone. I think the only other person I know who has it is you. Do you want to play 3D World with me, Jeremy? Not the way you play it. <laughs> Do you do you want to play it at all with me, like online or? Uh, yeah, maybe. Like, like if 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 we can make like a lot of progress, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, if we like if we like go for like, how far can we make it in an hour and a half? Ugh. That's so boring. The 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 joy of Mario. Oh my god. Carry is yeah the jump the jumping he's the jump man yeah and his jump feels worse in this one yeah but it's still good what i love about 3d mario odyssey galaxy 64 64 and none of the others none of the others <laughs> oh, galaxy 2 but what uh, yeah but what i love about them is having a mastery on the movement that i earned through completing galaxy um and through like just getting better mm. and having a confidence in my movement to pull off some like some gnarly jumps. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That is so fun for me. And I feel like my opportunities to do that in 3D World are really limited. Yeah, 3D World is an adaptation of 2D Mario. Yeah. Yeah, which is just running and jumping and, you know, maybe a triple jump. Yeah. And a, and a slide. There's no. 
There's no backflips. There's no uh, hat throwing. There's no yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a different game. Yeah. Like coming at it from that angle means that like like knowing that and accepting that as you're playing it. I think that's I, the thing, right? Like meeting meeting the game where it is at, but on its terms is I, important. Like I'm pretty sure we, I I didn't do Bowser's Fury before I did 3D World. I like we did half a 3D World and then I did Bowser's Fury. So I was already very much accustomed to what I was going to be playing. Yeah, I wasn't going like into it. Yeah, I wasn't going into it being like I am going to play another Mario Odyssey level. It was like yeah. I'm going to play an Odyssey style thing, but like it's a 3D world. It was nice playing Bowser's Fury first for me, I think. Um, just because, like, I wasn't done with the mechanics yet. I had to come to grips with them in that context first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was good. Uh, but speaking, just very briefly, speaking of uh, Galaxy, I did... Uh, I was I was upset I couldn't play Pokemon. And then I bought this... this I bought 3D World and Bowser's Fury. And I was like, ah, that's installing... I want to play Mario now, though. Let me play more Galaxy. Because I've been playing it more since I haven't been able to play Pokemon. And um, it's been fun. It, it was good. I it, I think it's dropped down on my list in terms of how much I like it, though. Really? Having having completed it finally in the 3D All-Stars collection. Um, and I realize what my favorite part of the game is. Is the last thing you do when you're completing the game. So I get I leave the game with a really high impression, but the middle seventy stars, yeah, or maybe even more like eighty or ninety stars, uh, I don't find as engaging as I remember them being. Is that because you've already the, done it though? It will be partially that that's for sure, and they're memorable enough that I recognize them as I'm going through them now. So it does feel a bit repetitive. Yeah. Like j- just quick aside, I will definitely remember basically every moon in Odyssey. Mm. If I go to replay that again, like I will just I don't think I'll remember everyone just cause like I didn't pay attention that much to each one. You know, it was a lot of like, there's one here, there's one there, there's one over there. I'll go over there. That looks like something. I'll go there. Like I like, there's so many that I hardly paid attention to that. I just, but, but, but even if it's like, Oh, like it, you know, uh, just like if if I go to look at the description or if I go and see a puzzle I've done before in Odyssey, which is all of them because I 100 percent of that game, I will remember the solution very quickly. I will look at that and go, mm. oh, I re- actually remember how to do this. <laughs> like this is mm-hmm. not not new. Yeah, but yeah, the the part I love the most about Galaxy is the cleanup and the, all the comets, all of the like challenge stars that appear more towards the end. The like hundred purple coin collection levels and the the, the time-limited, uh, like, boss rush or the, the one-hit KO uh, modified levels or the, 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 the Luigi chases. Like, going through all of those difficult ones mm. is really satisfying. And it was especially satisfying playing this a good, like, 12, 13 years after I originally beat it twice. I think I did 120 star with Mario and Luigi originally, over time, was getting to the levels that I recognized because they gave me and my brother such a hard time at the time. Yeah. Like uh, this one ice planet, the 100 uh, purple coin collection, that there's, there's somewhere there are spares and there's somewhere you have to find literally all of them on the level. And I got this one first try. And this was one that like we struggled with for ages. Like we get to the top and we'd fall off to our death and we have to collect all of them again. Or like we couldn't find the last two and then we accidentally fell off. Or we found the last two, but then we jumped wrongly and then messed it all up yeah um or like this challenge level where like the floor disappears from under you you're like running across a like 
a like a 2D depiction of like Luigi made up out of like green disappearing tiles and yellow like spinning tiles. And there's more than a hundred coins there, but you've only got like uh, like two minutes to go across the whole thing, leave a path for yourself to get back to where the star spawns when you get coins and get back there in enough time and collect enough coins. Mm. That one wrecked us for like <laughs> weeks when I played that originally. And it was such a triumph when I did it. Second try in this time. It felt so satisfying. And that's that like that mastery of control of like, oh no, I earned this like half my life ago and I still have it. This is... This is like riding a bike, and that's what feels so good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I am sad that I didn't enjoy a lot of this game as much as I wanted to, but I'm so uh, happy that I did get to go all the way through, and I did find that enjoyment more towards the end. I think I would have been really sad if that last cleanup hadn't um, really excited me in the way that it did the first time. Yeah. Nice. You're going to go Galaxy 2? Oh, it's fucking not on the Switch. God damn it's, it's not on the Switch. I didn't ah. think about it. I mean, my, my Wii's right up there. Like, I can pull it out and try. I don't know where to put my sensor bar with my projector set up, but it's it's a whole hassle is the thing. Yep. So maybe not. I just put two candles wherever you want. Yeah, cats might knock them over, though. Tell them not to. <laughs> they don't listen to me. You... <laughs> cats yeah uh that's it for the episode everybody that's it thanks so much for listening uh a a jam-packed episode jeremy what are we doing next week uh next week we are talking about square enix and why are we talking about them jeremy because everybody and their dog thinks that they want to get bought yeah and so we're going to talk about who might want to buy them why they want to get bought, mm-hmm. reasons that, you know... Where they've come from. Yeah, yeah. Things things that they might have done in the past, like, 12 to 24 months that you might think, yeah, you're actually just leaning yourself up to get purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just yeah, about... Very sc- interesting company sc- right now. Square Enix and who they want to be. Mm. <laughs> who they want to be when they get bought. Who they want to be when they get bought. You know, like, maybe maybe they want to get bought by Sega. You know, they Sega bought Rovio today. Or Did that go through? Uh, it's been invented an agreement to buy Rovio. Um, oh, okay. Like so, it's in the the stage that um, Microsoft is with Activision Blizzard. Yeah, without the FTC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. So we'll we'll talk about it next week. We'll find we'll have all the answers next week. <laughs> yeah, we we're gonna we'll tell you who will buy who will buy Square Enix. <laughs> if you're curious about that, be sure to tune in next week to the Video Mapcast episode one fifty. Um, that being said, we're going to finish episode 149 right now. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This is a, another great episode in the books. Enjoyed last week's and this week's quite a lot. Um, uh, yeah, if you don't want to miss next week's episode, uh, it comes out, uh, every Wednesday. We stream it every Monday evening. Uh, and if you want to be notified, you can follow all of our socials. Uh, that's at MinimapAU. You can follow us individually as well. Uh, Jeremy, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, at OB1Chez. You can follow me on Twitter at KJPalmer underscore 24. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au for absolutely everything else Minimap related, including the Minidisc podcast, like I mentioned, uh, Soma before is a good one. Uh, latest article we published. Jeremy's working on something uh, fun and interesting, uh, sort of born out of the last week's news. 
I won't uh, I won't give up the ghost on that one, but uh, that'll that'll be coming um, down the pipe. Yeah, it, it it's about dreams, and the only reason I bring that up is because like I've got Twitter on my side monitor. Like, there's dreams news happening like as of like an hour ago with one of the one of the co-founders leaving. Oh wow, that is big. Yeah, yeah. So media molecules going through a going through a phase. Media media molecule metamorphosis. Yeah. Podcast title right yeah, there. Yeah, good lead. <laughs> Write that down, quick. Yeah, very, uh, very relevant you... to the entire episode we just had. Oh yeah, no, not this episode. No, 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 a different episode. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are live with us on Twitch, stick around. We're about to start the post show. Who knows? We might even talk about Star Wars again, like we did last week. Right. For those of you listening later, make sure to give us those oh-so tasty five-star ratings. It helps us out a lot. And consider joining us next week if you're around for the live show. Uh, lastly, you can also support us on Patreon uh, if you want to help keep the lights and mics on. You can do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau and for five Australian dollary dues, you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast as well as some more benefits all while helping us out greatly. We're going to go. Have a great rest of your week, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week with Square Enix. Bye.